Looking for Greek apparel that is simple, chic, and incognito? Need a gift for your favorite NPHC member? Crossing Greek Apparel can help you or them represent sororities or fraternities without breaking any rules. Save 15% on your next purchase with the code MENTALPOD. Hey, y'all. Spring is here, and it's time to dress to impress. I know I need to add a splash to my wardrobe. So do you? Our friends at Dianu have you covered. Dianu helps celebrate the vibrant African culture and feel connected to your roots with every single garment. While it's a celebration for African culture, it's not just for those with African heritage. It's for everyday people like us. We the culture. From sweaters, shirts for the fellas, crop tops, dresses, and skirts for the ladies, and some fun matching fits for the whole family, Dianu has you covered. Go to Dianu.com. That's D-I-Y-A-N-U.com. And use the promo code RICHLOVESKICKS to save 10% off your order. Dianu. A way to be bold, be proud, and express yourself wherever you are. Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters, 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 yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know. Your mental matters. Your mental matters. Mental matters, yeah. Oh, my God, it worked. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, and if you know, what up, though? Welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast. It is your favorite podcast host with the most. I am Richard here with Jarrell. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. I'm I'm excited for us to actually get together because we've been planning this <laughs> back and forth for a quick little minute, so it's good to Listen. just... Uh, what they used to say, it's good to be in the service one more again. It's, it's, it's good Listen, to be back. <laughs> it's, it's good to be seen and not viewed. <laughs> it's good to be here and not remembered. What other mm-hmm. old things can I say? Shout out mm-hmm. to the old church saying that's still a thing in 2023, folks. Yeah. Shout out to the by the way. The Stephen saved my life. Anyway, go ahead. I'll say, no, nah, I... I feel good. It's been um, a minute since we, you know, got together. Um, the Warriors is out of the playoffs. That happened since the last time we recorded. Um, Ooh, you want to get some into other, that conversation? Because it's been some, a... some other people. Some some other people joined them. So you know that was cool. Listen, you know what? You know what? Listen, let's take out the trash early. Let's get into the trash. Let's let's sort our trash. Let's put it where it needs to go. Let's sort mm-hmm. our things before we get into our topic. So. Okay. First and foremost, it is playoff time. Mm-hmm. And once again, another postseason, my Detroit Pistons are not in it. But we had and are having exciting playoff basketball in the NBA, folks. We had, and I'm going to try to remember the teams, but right now we down to like the final three teams. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you've seen the Sacramento Kings be in the playoffs. Yep. You've seen the New York Knicks be in the playoffs. You've seen the Milwaukee Bucks be in the playoffs. You got to see 
Philly ball out a little bit. You see the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers in the playoffs at the same time. That has been a it's been a minute since that really happened. I.e. Paul Pierce versus Kobe Bryant. Um, yep. We'll go with that. Um, you cannot forget the former champs. At one point in time, defending champs this postseason. We'll get into that in a second. I promise. I'm gonna be respectful, unlike some people I know. Um, you had the Denver. Well, you have. I'm sorry. Put some respect. You had the Denver Nuggets making work out of the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. And I promise we're about to make quick work with this conversation with it. And you got you got the Miami Heat out here playing. Like they're the number one seed. All right. Let's let's get into it. Let's get with the let's rip the band-aids off. First and foremost, Jarrell, I'm gonna tell you like this. I expected a seven-game series, six to seven game series between the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. I did not even expect the Lakers to beat the Golden State Warriors. I'm not going to hold you up. Did not expect okay. it. Didn't call it. Okay. I knew the Lakers would just do their thing, and then they would run into the Warriors, and then they would get the one-two treatment by Steph and Clay, and they would just give Denver hell. But that did not <laughs> happen. And I think that is part of the reason why we did not even see a whole week of Western Conference Finals because <laughs> the Lakers got that. They got that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> they got that left-right Popeye's biscuit chokehold. Yeah. You shouldn't have ate the biscuit first. You out of there treatment by the Denver Nuggets. And I got to give kudos to the former league MVP, the Conference Finals MVP, uh, the Joker, Jamal Murray, for put some respect on that boy name. Mm-hmm. I did not expect to see LeBron get swept in the conference finals, but I think every dog has his day, and that boy's been a dog for 20 seasons, but it is what it is. You play the game to play the game. Joe, mm-hmm. you've had a lot to say. Jarrell uh-huh. <clears throat> has been on a tyrant, on a tyrant, on a rage on social media. Because he is Golden State through and through, if it's not the Pistons. So, Jarrell, well, I'm gonna give you your chance, man. How, how you feeling over there, man? You you ain't had to flex on nobody, did you? You flexing right now? I see you with the arm out. Oh no! So, so what happened was is that I didn't expect Golden State to get past Sacramento. Like, if you look at like my FanDuel bet, I think I had like Sacramento winning in like seven on like a seventy-five cent bet because I don't bet crazy or whatever put three quarters on it, lost three quarters. Um, but they, in, in my in my estimation, they weren't even supposed to get past the depth, the defense, and just like the young legs, like of Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox showed that he's coming. Like he's gonna be like right there. He's gonna be like him and Murray as the top two point guards, if not in the West in the whole league for like the next like five to eight years. Um, and then you have Sabonis, he's tough on defense. Like he's just like the all he's he's basically like Sacramento's Draymond, but except he got a little bit more offensive moves to him. Um, I mean, like Malik Monk, he's he's coming off the bench. Like he was doing everything that you would expect Jordan Poole to have done as far as coming off the bench and you know, just basically like forcing his will with that tempo, shooting the three, putting it on the floor, getting to the rim. Um, anytime De'Aaron Fox was out resting, they knew that they could just put the ball in Monk's hands and he was gonna get him a bucket. So I I didn't expect 
Golden State to get past that. And uh, I, I still don't know how they did it. I mean, Steph went off in game I mean, seven. We but... know how they did it. <laughs> Wardell, Stephen Curry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that man said, Are we down? Yeah. 50. There go he, he, he went back to like, I guess he felt the disrespect that he felt in last year's finals when they lost game one to uh, Boston on their home court. I think like when everybody was saying, like, oh, Steph, man, he playing light skin, he this, this, and that. And then, like, he just went off and took the finals MVP right out of Tatum's hands. So I felt like he went into, like, whatever mode that is. I'm not going to call it Mamba mode because that's for Kobe. But he, whatever, whatever light skin mode or <laughs> whatever light skin guy he prayed uh, to. <laughs> listen, he got, he got, apparently, the 50 balls was a, a, a light skin moment because, mm-hmm. hey, I ain't going to hold you up. Mm hmm. Steph Curry did it in the East. Your, your pretty boy in the in the Celtic Green went crazy on him, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, I just knew it was about to be a a Miami Philly Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I thought so JT too. He said, "Here go a fifty-one point game." I was just like, "Bruh." Mm-hmm. And then and then it was like even before that, like the the game I thought they was gonna get out. I thought they was gonna be gone in game six. And like I think he had like what like nine points through like the first like three and he was four. like three for fourteen <laughs> going into the fourth quarter, bro. <laughs> like like the last just... five minutes of the game, he just went off. Whew. I don't think it was five minutes. I think it was like three minutes, like. It was through three quarters, he was like three for 14. Mm-hmm. The fourth quarter, that man said, I just flipped the switch, flip and mm-hmm. flip. <laughs> I don't know, nobody else is doing this. And just, yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should save that for the finals because mm-hmm. Steph did it in the first round and they got eliminated in the second round. Boston, Jason Tatum did it in the second round against Philly. Mm-hmm. I thought they was about to get that sweep. But, again, your boy JT showed up again yep. and he did what JT does best. He said, nah, nah, I, I, I. until I said we done. Mm-hmm. So, I seen some cryptic tweets. Boston basically said, "Don't let us get one. Don't let us go back home." Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that mean nothing because <laughs> I have no dog in this fight. I would love to see a seven game series between the Celtics and the Heat. Do I think it's gonna happen? Nah, Jimmy Buckets been him all playoffs, bro. They had eight seed, yeah. so let's be real. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see, man. I mean, right now it's looking real Miami Denverish, but by the time we record our next episode, it could change. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't don't underwrite the script. But anyway, <laughs> um, we got some things we need to get into. And it, it is very, very important we get into these things. One, I feel like 
you are making a mockery of me every time we do this. We have this section of the show where we talk about shoe things. Now, I'm a boy. Full disclaimer. Full disclaimer. One of these I had on my radar since it's smooth December. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. But this is going to happen. I'm, you know what I'm going to do for the sake of what we got to get into? I'm going to just pull stuff out. We'll leisurely talk about it. But it's some more serious shit we got to get into before we end this episode. Yeah, yeah. You can do that, too, because I know you're asking about something, so you can't play me. Anyway, <laughs> we'll just we'll just let we'll, we'll start this early. We'll get this out the way early. I still don't think this is mine yet, but my god brother knows I am a very, very, a very avid nerd when it comes to certain things. And he, he he's very adamant on making sure that people get a that people get what they want for Christmas. And last year he surprised me with a pair of Jordans. This year he was like, if it's one pair you want, what would it be? And I told him and I was like, ain't no way he's gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Jamie, I, I hit on my side, we wear the same size. I hit on my size. He was like, boy, you go ahead, go pick him up for me, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But if he ain't got to drive from basically to Leo to this spot, he's not gonna do it. So I feel like this is mine, but we'll see. This is a maybe, right? It's, it's a maybe. This is another reason I think me and Jarrell are secretly twins because this had <laughs> this, this had my name all over it. Like I missed out on the win like 96s. These Toro sixes are like, see, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my point is made. Jarrell legit like the, the biological twin that didn't come from my mother or father. There you go. <laughs> My point is made. I love this shoe. I feel mm-hmm. like the suede should have been a lot softer, but it is what it is. It gets the job done. I finally have a bloody shoe. I can okay. officially talk about my red zone days and rock it <laughs> on my feet. Whatever. So definitely one of my favorites. We're gonna we're gonna move through this thing. We're gonna move through this thing. Yeah, you got you got Everybody more than that's all I know. <laughs> Everybody knows me know I love Jordan 2s. And I, I took a pair back just to make sure I had these. I've never owned a women's Jordan shoe. But I also feel like a women's Jordan shoe is an oxymoron. And y'all kiss my ass. But I had to have these bad boys right here, dog. Hey, <laughs> listen. Listen. These. This is the second time, in my opinion, that they got cool, great, right? Okay. The first time, you know what it is. Yeah, I'm loving mean, Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, them don't go on no feet soon. And now, listen, I can't wait for June 2nd. Before mm-hmm. Black Panther, it was Spider Man. Uh-huh. So when I found that they had a black Spider Man, I was over the moon. Okay. <laughs> hey, so this had to happen. I'm, I'm pulling out both for this one. These bad boys oh, right boy. here. Listen. Three pairs. Three pairs, ladies and gentlemen. This I is the Wilson podcast record. You know what I'm saying? You will not see me with this many at one time ever again. I can guarantee you. getting to the money. But we won't go that far between episodes. Let's make that clear. Um, you shut your mouth, Jarrell. You're going to talk about me. Anyway, <laughs> this this is like my, I, I have to say it. I have a lot of Jordan ones. I have a lot. Probably too damn many. Uh-huh. This right here. This is my favorite Jordan one in my collection. Okay. This is my uh 
my Spider-Verse Chicago's. <laughs> <laughs> I lost in the Spider-Verse and got found, maybe. And there you go. That's what these are. You know, these is apparently the bottom going in the dark. We ain't got that far yet, but uh-huh. y'all. Hey. That's that's gonna be a pair that I'm gonna look back on on 2023 and be like, dang, because I ain't I ain't got them. <laughs> I, it, it, you have all the other heat though. I'm it, I, I'm a, I'm a hold on to these for you, bro. Don't mind. Don't worry about it. it. It came down to the to those ones or the sixes, and I was like, let me be responsible. Let me make sure that like you know everything is everything oh, first. And then oh, you being like, shady. No, I'm not being shady. I'm not being shady. Nah, you being shady. Bro. That's not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying like the way. <laughs> Like you know, like Kevin Hart said, I got a check in and I got a, a debit, and checking in, a, you know what I'm saying? Like checking in the savings. So I had to make sure. Well, I stand by what I said. Okay. <laughs> I had been saving for like mm-hmm. several months, and everyone knows me knows I do this. I put mm-hmm. money in my Apple Wallet every single paycheck because mm-hmm. there's a chance that there's going to be some shoes that come that I actually really, really want. And mm-hmm. Jordan been dropping a lot of things lately. Yeah. So for those two. I originally hit on the gray cement twos, and then it was like, I don't like them because they don't come on my side. And my guy brother is clutch. Shout out to the big bro. He got way more shoes than both of us to buy in time stand. Um, yeah, <laughs> literally. And uh, he held those and was like, I only try for them because I know you said you wanted them. Mm-hmm. But shout out to the big bro. He always give me the That's gun. dope. That's real dope. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm, 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 I got I got to see them in person the next time I uh, come by the crib. Spider Man. It should be soon, Jarrell. It should be real soon. Okay. It should be Memorial Day is coming it up, so it'll be soon. Listen, Memorial Day is coming. <laughs> if I gotta come sit in your backyard and we do what we're supposed to do, then damn it, I'm doing it. Man, you know, you know, it was crazy because it's just like. I, 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 the ones was on my radar. Like you said, you have stuff in your radar. So I was like, the ones and the sixes. Then I was like, as May came, I'm like, wait, they come out within like six days of each other. Like, hold on. Like, it wasn't <laughs> supposed to be that. That was why I was mad. Yeah, that's that's what tripped me I was, too. listen, as of like a month, like a couple of weeks ago, these was not in the plan at all. It mm-hmm. was just how it panned out. Again, that's pending. We're going to see what the guy brought end up saying. But every time I ask, <laughs> in some form of fashion, he kept on saying, Rich, you got to get some soul. You got to get some soul protectors for these, Rich. And I was like, so you saying he's mine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I can't wait because I'm going outside this summer, dog. I'm, I like to put it on. I like to put that shit on. Put it on. You know, mm-hmm. people going to keep inviting me. I'm going to make sure I wear a different pair of shoes every single time. It's going down. You got stuff last year you got to wear. Spider-Man shirt. You said what? You still got stuff from last year you got to wear. See, don't. I can say everything that I bought last year I wore. I can't say that. (laughs) I know you can't. So you can't even chill on me. I I got stuff from, I think, I want to say I got stuff from 2020, maybe 2021. Like, I tried them out, but I never wore them out. Mm-mm. I like so to put it on. Oh. Jarrell be all like, wow, you really weren't. Yes, I am wearing them the next day. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hashtag wear the sneakers. Wear your kicks. <laughs> Dang it. <sighs> anyway, um, a lot of things have happened the last couple of weeks. Um, I want to give some condolences, if you will. Uh, rest in peace to the OG 
trilogy, Cleveland's legend, Jim Brown, um, famous, uh, basically NFL legend, I believe he played in Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Hall of Famer, dope person, well respected around the whole state of Ohio and around the country. Another great black man. Lived a great life, so I mean, we can't say going too soon, but it's what it is. You know, we want our legends to live forever, and they will, and then sexual planes as usual. So, um, we bid you adieu and uh, go, go, uh, get your turn on the grill, bro. We're gonna be up there soon one day. Um, so that was the thing. Just got news today. Rest in peace to the legend, Tina Turner. If you do not know, then you need to go do your damn homework. Mm-hmm. She passed at the age of 83 years old. I do not know what the causes are. We do not know that yet. But um, we do know that, hey, respect is given, we're due. And she was definitely a legend. One of the people that set the bar for music and women in music. So um, shout out to another Black queen. And, uh, you know, we... We send you off to the ancestral plains as well to go get your hot plate while they cook on them Golden Gate grills. I know they made the gold. I know they are. I just know it. Um, so all that jazz, if you will. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anybody, but I promise there's no slight. Um, we got to get into some things, though. You know, this is episode 99, bro. That means there is no more double-digit episodes after this, bro. Yeah, we about to be on a hundred. Who would have thought? <laughs> Ain't it a blessing? We made it out the red zone after all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, we've definitely come a long way in five years of podcast. We're definitely looking at how to grow this thing and make it pop. Um, but one of the things we got must continue to do. We must continue to share life for the fellas. Um, mm-hmm. I am proud to say at the beginning of this month, I was a moderator for an event called Fellas Are We Okay? And it was a panel discussion hosted by Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Midwestern Region, and Black Mental Wellness. Um, recently this year, the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Midwestern Region started a regional mental health committee, which I'm proud to sit on that committee as a co-chair. And one of the things we wanted to do is focus on mental health awareness for Black men. Um, in conjunction with that, as an ambassador for Black mental wellness, I wanted to make sure that we are tapping into our networks and spreading the word about why, you know, you know, getting to the bottom of the, of the whole mystery, why Black men don't see self-care and therapy as a realistic option for them. And so we got mm-hmm. into that discussion, had some great panelists, some great discussions. You can catch the recap at Black Mental Wellness on YouTube. You get to see this face, you may call it ugly. My mama didn't say so, deal with it. <laughs> um, all that good jazz. But it was a great discussion. I have my voice back. Did not have a real good voice in the last couple of weeks. That's part of the reason y'all ain't got an episode recently, but please go check it out. Go share it with your friends and family. And uh, there's more to come, you know, from both of those entities. So I'm really excited we were able to have that discussion. But that is a prelude of why we are here today, Jarrell. You know that because it has been some toxic, some toxic thing 
some toxicity in the atmosphere, some dirty air in the black male community when it came to being toxic. <sighs> Too much. So one of the things, and we talked about sports a little bit earlier. We know earlier this year, uh, Memphis Grizzlies star guard, if you will, best player on the team, uh, John Morant was found on social media brandishing a weapon. They go Instagram live, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just brandishing a gun. He was suspended. He was um, told to seek some therapy, get some help. Um, he apologized. He had an interview. Sit down with Jalen Rose, the OG from the city. What up, though, Uncle Jalen? Um, and apparently, he learned his lesson. Right? He would never do mm -hmm. that again. He said he was sorry. He's been a third. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the playoff pressure got to him or not. They got you know handled in the first round by the Lakers, but. Mm -hmm. Couple weeks after that, what happens, Jarrell? What do we see on social media again? He got on Instagram Live again, or someone posted him on Instagram Live again, brandishing another weapon, another firearm. Some people said it was a bigger firearm than the last time. I don't know guns like that, so I'm the wrong person to ask for that detail. But yeah, you would think I that. I got my I got my CPL. I need to go get a gun. I'm, we gotta take a break from buying shoes. Go get guns. I mean, this the times that we're living in. I say that, and I don't mean you should be out here, y'all, going to just buy guns. We, we you know we have the right to bear arms, but do it respectfully, responsibly, and with this intent to protect and not to harm. Mm -hmm. um, yes, John Brown was found with another firearm on social media somewhere in the hood, somewhere wherever, and. I'm so sick and tired of this man. He is literally tarnishing the game in terms of just his behaviors. And it's not to say that I'm mad at him as a person. I'm mad because of his ecosystem he is around. Yeah. There was a video that went viral. And I'm going to quickly play it. Y'all don't need to necessarily see the visuals. We might even share this on social media so that you know what the heck we we're talking about later. But um, basically, let's see if I can get this to pull up. I know I reshared it again, position this was absolutely hilarious, but it has the piece about accountability right then and there. So um, here we go. <laughs> My homework got mad at me. Now he ain't talking to me. Because we in the club, and he trying to talk to these women, but he married. And I told him, hey, bro, you need to cut that out. He's talking about why you hating, bro. Well, I ain't hating. I ain't tell you to walk down the aisle. I ain't tell you to introduce me to this woman, and you go get that ring on your finger. Got me out on this wedding, spending all this money to come to y'all wedding, to watch you come in, in this club and cheat and mess it all up. That's my money I spent on your wedding. I spent my money on your wedding, and I spent a lot of it too. We all in Vegas and all of that, all these casinos, and I'm spending all of my money. No, y'all stand together. You don't want to introduce me to this lady. Got me calling her sis all the time. Oh, I'm not going to be lying in this woman's face. Boy, you better go get you a drink. I'll pay for it. Get you a drink and sit down somewhere, bro, because you ain't been. No, I spent too much money on y'all wedding. <laughs> Listen. 
I love that video for so many reasons, bro. Mm-hmm. We talked about two different extremes about accountability in black male circles. <laughs> I think I would do that to you and vice versa. I hope you would do that for me. But like, <laughs> listen, my grand, I was not bestowed the opportunity and vice versa to be in each other's weddings. But what I will say is that um I'm sorry. So my beautiful wife is currently at a Janet Jackson concert. And if I don't respond, I get in trouble. But yes, she's seeing Janet Jackson right now. Shout out to my blue thing, her fine self. Anyway, um, it's all about accountability, fellas. Like we have a culture. But how do you think when it, if you had to rank it one to five, five being the best, one being the eh-eh, how well do you think we as black men hold each other accountable in 2023? You said five being the eh-eh? No, five being the best, one being the eh-eh. Like on Family Feud, eh-eh. Okay. Uh, I think like... I mean, it's different for every circle, but if I had to take an average, I think it's somewhere closer to one than it is to the five. I'll say like I agree with that. two, 2.25, something like that. You're being generous, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's only because we don't see enough examples of the accountability happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been... It's been too many things that's been happening just in the world that lets me know that we need to just be better as a culture, as a community. Um, we see and hear all the time that of our women talk about the fact that Black men, the number one killer of Black women, unfortunately, right now is mm-hmm. Black men. Black women don't feel safe around us as Black men. Not to say me and you personally. But Black women don't feel safe around Black men. And many of y'all be asking why? Because Black men, you know, feel comfortable with Black women. But we don't keep that same energy when it comes to our ladies, fellas. A couple weeks ago, um, I was at an event. I was talking to a young lady. You know, we have mutual friends. You know, she was in passing. She was going to her car. My thing is on the chivalrous standpoint so watch to her car make sure she's good a whole nine yards right so another regular day another day in the world we live in we're good everything's good go to our cars she travels she's good i'll leave whatever go up all my weekend whole nine yards a week later one week later i see a news alert young woman young nurse Patrice Wilson is kidnapped. The alleged kidnapper is her ex-boyfriend. If anyone sees her, please report to the police. And I'm like, damn, well, I hope they find the person, you know, I hope they find her because that's it's Mother's Day weekend. She's a mother, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get her back home to her baby. Right. I take a nap. We watch, we watch some TV. We you know, we binge, we, we watching shows, we watching Ink Master. I get a, I got a new tattoo recently, uh, we'll talk about that later. 
you know, we, we, we binge in shows. You know, I, I get a text message at one o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm asking like, is this the same person? You know, I'm trying to figure out who this person is. I'm like, oh, I think this is the same person I was talking to. Mm-hmm. We could go get a news alert, get a tweet. Young woman found in her trunk unalived. The alleged suspect is her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. When I tell you I'm so sick of this shit, mm-hmm. like I was in my feelings the whole next day. I'm still in my feelings about it, not as much. I'm numb to the fact that we as black men just can't accept no and move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. I'm not editing none of this out because I want this to come across as honest as possible. Mm-hmm. Fellas, if she say no, move on. Right. Whether that be, can I get your number? Whether that be y'all meet in sexual consent, whether that be relationship-wise that is done, if she says no and she's done with you, bro, move the fuck on. Do not stick around. Do not be that person. It is very, very just foul for you to be so selfish and you lack so much self-awareness that you decide, well, if I can't have you, nobody can. Bro, bro, come on, dog. Mm-hmm. That, granted, I know that this type of thing happens all the time, unfortunately, and I know that the whole another podcast forum, whatever needs to happen. But, like, I get so sick and tired of hearing the same old script about these ancient dudes that don't know how to protect women and just move the fuck on. Probably part of the reason is because you don't take care of yourself mentally. This is part of the reason why we decided that we needed this podcast over 99 episodes ago. We said we need a space for Black men to talk about their things, and you just didn't hear a single episode, I guess, God, like... Mm -hmm. So my biggest thing is like, fellas, if you have somebody that you know in your circle that has a relationship with a young lady, young woman, and it's not working out, or they're mad, or it's a third, don't just encourage them to walk away, but encourage them to see a therapist, bro. Mm-hmm. encourage them to talk with somebody that can help them out mentally before they make a horrible mistake that can not only cause them trauma in their lives and affect the rest of their lives but affect a family that has nothing to do with you being trashed mm-hmm. and it's not to say black men with trauma and bad mental health or mental illnesses things of that nature are trash people but the actions that you take regardless if there's a mental illness or not involved with you, they will be highly looked at and scrutinized if you do some dumb shit like this. There's no reason that a young boy lost his mother on Mother's Day weekend because you wanted to be trash. And let's ask, let's make sure we add the other story because it is still noted 
that he is supposedly he is allegedly involved in the killing of his baby's mother in 2011. Mm -hmm. Every time I think about this story, I literally just have to sit to myself and just be like, bro, why? Like, that, she was a nurse. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, other people's lives are worth more or less because of their professions, et cetera. But I want to put this in perspective. Because I'm an engineer. You're an engineer. You went to school. You had some moments. I don't know if you failed any classes or not. I know I did. Mm. I cried about some of them classes. It was zip, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. she was a nurse. Nurses help save people's lives. Nurses provide care for people that are in hospital settings. Nurses have to deal with intensive training and schooling. They have to pass licensing exams. They have mm-hmm. to do what I understand of unpaid hours in hospitals in other care facilities. She had to do all of that. In addition to birth and raise a young boy. Eventually finished and became a nurse. Wanted a guy to stick by her side to hold her down and just be a good guy to her. Mm-hmm. Thought it was you. That's, this guy know who he is. He's been in police custody, I believe now. Confided in you to be her guy. You said or did whatever, and it didn't work out. And you were so selfish to the fact that you stuck around. I believe it was also ring doorbell footage of him trying to break into her house one night. Mm-hmm. You caused this woman agony and pain, and then you kidnap her, and then you unalive her. Because you're selfish, because you only care about yourself. That was selfish. So now her family has to grieve. Her son has to grieve. I believe she was in a, she was in a sorority, so her sorority sisters have to grieve. Mm-hmm. You know, those close to her, she met in the college setting that knew her, that worked with her, said that they have to grieve while they go back to work where she used to work at. Because you want to be stupid. That's probably the extreme case. I want to make sure we get to some plausible solutions because Jay-Z once said, we all screwed if we didn't have the tools. Fellas, it's okay to talk about your relationship with your friends. Mm-hmm. But those that are close to you, those that you confide in. I remember several times that I had some relationship things going on. One of the things I made sure that I did is I like Jarrell. I know we talked about them in some form or fashion. And vice versa. I remember we had I had moved into this house. You said there was something going on. We had a conversation about it. And I remember, and I won't put your business out there too much because I feel like that's trash. But mm-hmm. I remember coming to you and saying, okay, so what are you gonna do to reestablish that trust between y'all? Because she looked at you as a protector at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think since then you took that to a whole nother level. You was like, you're right. I can't be that no more. I gotta be that guy. I'm I I am that guy. You took that, 
you had the MJ thing. He's like, and I took that serious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that just like let me know that you get it. And that made me just that just warmed my soul. Mm-hmm. We need more of that in our community, bro. Like if we can't have these conversations in our bro circles, and now they're really bro circles, like yeah. friendships and brotherhood just ain't talk about sports and gym shoes, bro. Right. That's how you feel about, for the day. Yeah. Like, I've talked a lot, but like when it comes to establishing boundaries and maintaining brotherhood circles, like I guess the question I want to ask is like, should there be any conversations that's off limits? I mean, honestly, for me, um, I would have to say, I would have to say no. Um, I think that everything should be talked about. And the reason I would say that is, is like, if, if you're anything that comes up that like, okay, I don't want to share this, then that lets you know that you need to go seek out therapy, right? That lets you know that you need to talk to a health professional about it. Anything outside of that should be fair game. Um, I feel like, that's the reason why so much of this stuff is happening. Because when we like when when black men go around a circle or whatever, it's always just yeah we 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 smoking cigars or you know talking about you know like you said basketball and shoes. Um, and I don't know a part of it that may exist is because the real world does suck sometimes, um, and the fact that you know we do. I don't know how you want to say it. Like, we don't necessarily like live in fantasy, but it's like when we meet and we link with each other, we're trying to have a good time. And if we bring up those things that are like nagging us or those things that are causing us issues, then it's like, okay, like the time that I was trying to get away from or the time I was trying to relax is now spent with that in my face still. So I, I get why sometimes that's not talked about, but there has to come a point in time where we do just put that on the table and just deal with it and talk through it and work through it. Because if you don't, then these things keep happening. Like, I feel like you're accurate in that. What I know that typically happens is we get so busy as guys. Mm-hmm. Like, just being two fellow Black married men here, I know we get so caught up in making sure our lives are good, making sure our home is good, et cetera, that sometimes we forget about kicking it. Um, and it's not to say that shame whoever, whatever. I know we struggle to plan and get together big groups of fellas at times and we miss our peoples. But those more intimate conversations can have happen with your regular check-ins with your guy. Like, I make sure in some form or fashion that I do my one-on-one check-ins with my brothers. Mm-hmm. And these aren't necessarily my biological brothers. Like, it's you, it's Jerron, it's Jax, it's Ron, it's Kyle's and Charles, it's Mike. It's Chris, you know what I'm saying? It's these gentlemen. It's my brother-in-law, even. So, like, we talk about these things. In Mm -hmm. fact, um, I was blessed to be able to go on vacation with my uh, brother-in-law for his 50th birthday, went to Hawaii, and some of the nights we actually spent just poolside, hot tub, kicking and just talking about life shit. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, having cigars and talking about it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about the reason we work so hard and make these tough decisions at work because that young lady that's sleeping on that couch right there, we're looking at. My job is to protect her so she has this type of lifestyle all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She can do her homework while on vacation. You know, like she can be passed out on the couch snoring with the TV on while we're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like this is the reason we work and go as hard as we do as men. But like sometimes I believe that you have those intimate moments with your bro circles because sometimes you got to unpack some shit. Yeah. And we unpack some shit mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know him raising kids shit or like i don't know about raising kids but like you know career shit like right now i'm making a career change right now i'm making a career right. choice right now as we speak mm-hmm. we talk about that down to the to the hurtful talk about the dirt like the down to dirt details of like missing my father figure and vice versa for him and how and this kind of ties I guess into it is when you lose a father figure in your life and that no longer exists in the real form you start to look at other males that are in your life that are positive role models in some form or fashion even if they're your brother and you kind of understand one, they kind of fill that void for you. But like in a different sense, y'all kind of fill each other out. Like you try, you kind of get that just from like, hey, listen, that just means that you were prepared the most you could, you could be for these moments in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel as if I'll ever get a father figure to give me fatherly advice anymore. Like, I have my father in law, he's cool, we can do that. But I feel as if I grew where I had to grow to because of circumstance. My father's been gone for almost 12 years now, well, just over 12 years now. And because of the examples that he set, my uncle set, my great grandfather set. I feel as if I was able to learn from those moments and be able to teach others Mm -hmm. just based on life experiences. And I feel as if, you know, in the black male community, there's so many fathers or male figures that leave prematurely that black men get stuck without that father figure. So we have to figure it out for ourselves. And it, as we can tell in today's society, that shit don't work out well. So all that, fellas, if you're listening to this, Women, if you listen to this for your fellas, or if you naturally like this podcast anyway, you just happen to stumble across this discussion. Encourage the fellas, your fellas, if you were to talk to their bros. Understand how to communicate with them about potentially talking to someone professionally, seeking out a therapist, a life coach, a mentor, counselor, whatever you want to have and call it. There are differences between all those. Um, to practice some level of self-care. Right. Sometimes for me, it's buying shoes, but I do that responsibly. Let's make that clear. Right. There's not a moment I'm out here spending mortgage money on gym shoes. Because if it was, mm-hmm. Jarrell know I would have to sleep on his couch for at least three months. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, yeah. yeah you, you feel me, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Self-care can include, but not limited to, fellas. A fresh lineup. If you got locks like us, a retwist. Mm -hmm. A haircut. It can include the mani-pedis. Fellas, stop being toxic. Get a massage. Go get a mani-pedi. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Go work out. Go to the local Planet Fitness, Lifetime Fitness, LA Fitness, something fitness. Take care of yourself that way. If you go bowling, go bowling. You go play ball, go hoop. If you can still got it, go play on the football field. If you got to go frolic at the local park with a big black boy joy smile on your face, do that. Do something to take your mind off the pressure of the moment. Because there are women right now that can't deal with the pressures of just being here. And sometimes you being around is making it worse. And I say that because I literally have speaking, spoken with people that I've had to talk off the edge recently. Close friends of mine that are dealing with the pressures of life. It is mm -hmm. Mental Health Awareness Month. And I feel like this is a very, very important moment to drill home here. We are all going through something that nobody knows about. But if you never talk about it in your safe spaces, we will never know. Yeah. So please share those things. Practice your self-care. Talk to your therapist. Talk to your people. Get it out. Don't hold it in. And man, dog, just know that you're loved. Mm -hmm. Someone loves you somewhere out there. Someone. Even if they don't say it enough. If you know somebody that you love, go tell them that you love them without regards, without a wink, without a grimace, without a cringe. Just say, hey, bro, I love you. Listen, hey, with intention. Sometimes that can be one thing that boosts somebody's morale. So, you know, I'm not saying we're the experts to have this conversation, but because we are a black man who simply live in today's world, I think we are perfectly qualified to stay listening, fellas. Are we really okay? And if not, let's talk about why. It's cool. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. I feel like we can go longer on that, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, like for me, like, the thing that I've been um, going over in therapy, like, my therapist, she's been telling me, like, like, it's okay to feel a certain type of way, but she wants me to also acknowledge and speak about the way that I feel. And like, yes. so she was giving me like, like everything that I told her about like what, what happened in my life or whatnot. She was just like, okay, like, how did you feel when that happened? How did you feel when this happened? This, this, and that. Like, she was wanting me to actually speak about how I felt, not just like acknowledge it. And I was just like, in my head, it was just like me acknowledging it was me expressing how I felt about it. But she was like, those are two different things. So I just yes. think it's important because like we think that we may be acknowledging it and expressing it, but those are two different things. So <laughs> it's like, we actually have to speak about it. We actually have to tell someone about it. Um, don't just say, oh, that happened and shrug our shoulders, you know, um, you know, seek out ways to healthily cope with how we're feeling after we say how we feel. It's very similar to prime example that some of y'all can relate to. Someone tells you about that day. 
and they you respond, damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I heard what you said. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad that you acknowledged what I said. I'm asking for feedback, bro. <laughs> You're right. It's the it's same okay. concept. Like it's okay to it's it's one step to acknowledge it. But can you open share about it? Because here's the thing. If you ever notice how a pressure cooker operates, you have this big vessel, a real tight, tightly sealed vessel. Mm-hmm. You turn the heat up, and in a sense, that creates a steam inside. It's like a teapot, like a tea kettle, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then there's a relief valve at the top. You know what happens if that relief valve never cracks open, et cetera? What happens? I don't want to be in the house when that happened, bro. <laughs> that would go. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens with us as people, especially black men, because we don't know how to control shit. We're terrible at it. Yeah. You got to relieve that stress, fellas. You got to talk about it. By you talking about it and acknowledging, not only acknowledging, but talking and discussing why that certain thing is inside of you, the anger, the guilt, the hurt, the happy, <laughs> don't contain it. Mm-hmm. You know, relieve it, let it out some. By doing that, it just slowly makes build. It slowly relieves the unnecessary pressure on the inside, and it maintains a healthy balance for it to do whatever whatever it needs to do inside that pressure cooker. Pressure cooker makes some of the best smoked meat, like best meats, <laughs> if you use it right. But you gotta, you gotta use it right. You gotta use that relief valve. You gotta have a little steam come off of that thing. So it's the same thing when it comes to acknowledging, like you mentioned, and actively talking about it and sharing about it and discussing it. I'm not saying you gotta say that junk to everybody, but like with the people you're close to and you can have that conversation with, do that, fellas. Like it's okay. It ain't gonna hurt you. It's not, it's not gay to talk about how you feel, fellas. It's not soft. It's not weak. In fact, the weakest thing that you can do is hold it to yourself. Now we got to tell your story at the funeral. I ain't got time for that. So, hey, I'd rather Mm -hmm. you talk about it while you're here. Let's talk about some things. Yeah. It's it's, it's a lot. And it's like, when when all of this news is breaking, like in the city about, you know, black men, like murdering black women, it's like, the thing that came into my head is just like, okay, me being a black man, I have other friends that are black men. Like, how how can I go about trying to like identify like when that moment is like in their head to like go and like do these things? Like, is is there some sort of like trigger that's like shown or apparent? Is there like something that's that could have been seen like in a Facebook status? Like, because it's like so much of it is 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 masked within our culture so like for instance you always see the meme where it's like the spider-man is pointing at the spider-man like that's that's black man it's like we link up we be like oh i'm trying to get like you i'm trying to get like you oh i see you it's like it's always that it's always it's like we go out or if we meet like up with the fellas we put our mask on and and we're 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 not i'm not gonna say we're not genuine but we don't speak on like those things that are bothering us so it's like me being a black man, I was thinking like, how 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 are we able to identify if they're at that point, that breaking point? And I, 
I can't put my finger on it. It's just something that I'm just like, that's that's the issue. Like, <laughs> that's the issue. Like, we can't put our finger on, like, how they're doing. What words are they saying that could alert us to know that they're going down that road? And, yeah, that's that's where that's where I left it at in my head. Like, there's no way to identify it. I think it revolves around active communication. Continuous communication with your fellas. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed was a couple of people in my friend circle is that they stop calling and texting. Okay. And that moment I get anxious. I gotta hear your voice. I gotta see. I will pull up. I I I'm the friend. I will pull up at I will pull up on your front porch. Mm-hmm. Keep playing with me. You mm-hmm. ain't responding. You may call it an overreaction. It's actually my wife's fault. It's all her fault. Because before I married her, I wasn't doing this shit. But these days, I, 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 I will pull up. I will bring food and I will pull up. Like, hey, <laughs> you look good. It's good to see you. Hey, right. <laughs> how you doing, mother? Yeah, I'm here. You good? Okay. I'm that person. I like the I, I like bro hugs. I like to make sure I like to feel you. Make sure you're good. Make sure your heart's beating. Get them mm-hmm. hugs in while you can, fellas. This is all good. Um, I do check-ins. If you got an iPhone, I'm gonna FaceTime you. If you don't answer, I'm gonna talk about you. And I don't mm-hmm. talk about you because I want to get on your damn nerves. I talk about you because I miss you. News <laughs> flash, Jarrell. I talk shit about you. Not answering the phone. So I miss your face. That's how I feel. <laughs> Deal with it. If you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I pick up the phone and call these days. If it's been too long, it's been too damn. Long. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I don't like that shit. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like that's just how I feel. So like, if you continue and actively engage, so how's it going, bro? How you feel? How you how you been feeling? You know what I'm saying? What you been? You know, man. What's good? What's for dinner, man? You know what I'm saying? We have that discussion quite often. So, like, when some shit's wrong or shit's off, I would get a long text message from Jarrell. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, shit, let me... Elena would be like, what's wrong? I'm like, I gotta text her. Hold on. Jarrell texts me. Jarrell texts me small messages. So, when he send me big messages, I know it's time to perk up. You know what I'm saying? That's true. It's like because we communicate in many different forms in terms of like dropping off food to one another. Uh, sometimes you more than me. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, talking about the shoes we caught, uh, job things, promotions, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the wife doing? You understand the third, like, you know. Tell sis, I said, what up, though? I'm going to yell it through the phone because she hear my loud ass. You know, those, those type of things. Right. So, like, we actively engage in, like, feeling, like, discussions. Like, how you feeling? What's good? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't mind. So, those other conversations aren't as uncomfortable when it's time to have them. Mm-hmm. I think if we do a better job of actively engaging within our ecosystems, that's always a give and take. When you actually need your ecosystem to pour into you, you're not drawing too much life away from it that it kills the ecosystem. That's why we keep talking about it. That's why I keep bragging about it. That's why I am so damn thankful for the bros in my circle that like, you know, 
if it was healthy to say, I would say I would kill for y'all. Because y'all are my guys, like, to this day. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's just that level of, like, love and respect I have for y'all. So, if we don't talk every day, that's cool. But if I don't talk to your ass in two weeks, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> that's just how it goes. Um, so fellas, let's do a better job of that. Let's move that behavior as we keep going into the summer of 2023 as we get there. Like, it's okay. Like, listen, go sit in your bro's front porch or something, bro. Like, go sit in their backyard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go take them some Wendy's or some shit. Like, don't just pick it. Like, if you don't like to eat out, go yo. Make them cook something. Yeah, I say I make them cook something. I ain't, I ain't cooking. Uh, <laughs> offer to cook too. Don't be a script. Um, you know, just make sure you and it, maybe you even got to reevaluate your friend circles. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe you don't feel as if you have healthy enough ecosystems and bro circles. Like maybe you don't have a hopeless bromance with your bros. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's actually hopeless to have a bromance with your bros. Maybe that's not your bro. That's uh, another episode for, for the three digits episodes right but um mm-hmm. we're here to remind you all that it's okay to check in with your ecosystems with your bros with your pro circles even in your smaller versions of them because i know that that my bro circle is at least a smooth five or six people strong but it's okay to have one-off conversations with one another it's not to say i like you more than him but if i'm getting what I need out of this direct conversation with you, Jarrell, mm-hmm. in this moment, and that's just what I need, right? We need right now, then we're going to have that right then and there. I don't mean I love Jerron any less, but what I'm getting, what I need is right here, right now. And exactly. when it's time for me to pivot and have that discussion with him, it may not include you, but it does not mean you're excluded from the circle. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's where the hangouts come into play. That's where y'all mm-hmm. keep up and everybody go around table and say, this is what's been going on, fellas. Right. Like, I remember, and I'm going to get off this high horse. I think I liked the post on Instagram one day. It was somebody I went to high school, middle school with. Cool as hell. It's a little homie. You know. Beautiful woman. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> he texts me immediately. Hey, yo, Rich, don't be liking no photos, bro. I was like, what you talking about, man? I'm not out here thirsty. Don't matter. Perception and image, my guy. Don't like them photos no more. I was like, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Let me go remove that light. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of years later, something else happened similar. This mug, some other chick, I know mutual friends, whatever. Created a new Facebook page. She's promoting her OnlyFans, etc. Mm-hmm. I sent the screenshot to the same bro. I was like, "See that shit?" Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm. A, I'm. A, I don't think I'm accept that, shit, bro. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an OnlyFans account. It was an account they made on Facebook promoting their OnlyFans account. Let's make that clear. Yep, yep. Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, bro, you can, you can follow." I'm not going to do that. I'm good. Hey, no. Hey, you see this thing? It's not just a pretty piece of jewelry, bro. I take this shit serious. Mm -hmm. So, 
there may be some challenging moments in our relationships, but ain't no woman like the one I got. No one gonna love me better. Just saying. We are good and not messing up that way. So mm-hmm. I might buy some shoes to piss her off, but I ain't gonna mess up the other thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> wanted to end on the light note, but definitely, fellas, check in with your ecosystem. Tell us what you think about the content we just shared with y'all. Do you think it's okay to check in with your bro circles? If so, why? If not, why not? We want to hear from you guys. Um, make sure you guys are checking in uh, on the interwebs, if you will. You can still find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we have TikTok too. Um, check out the Mental Matters podcast. You can find us on all four. You can stream wherever you get your podcast. iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those things. And uh, make sure you get your merch. It's available. We have a whole link tree on our Instagram page, et cetera. Check out the merch you love. Shout out to First Creations, one of the best collabs we ever had. And, uh, you know, some of my favorite merch is there. I actually got to order another shirt for the summer because summertime is here and I got some new shoes to rock with them. So (laughs) just saying, it's got to go down. Anyway. I can't think of anything else, bro. We are officially 99, 99, 99 episode down, which means it's all triple digits and up from this point on. Yep. How you feeling, man? You ready to, <laughs> you ready to go into the hunts? I mean, I don't think I have no choice. Nah, <laughs> I you don't. Myself. You're stuck. We, I'm trying to debate if we're going to, like, you know, do, like, a Instagram live and, like, kick it with some of our previous guests on live or something. I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. What's a good idea for a 100th episode? Like, what should we do to celebrate? Should we drop, like, a new piece of merch or something? Like, should we just have, like, an all-out Instagram live with some of y'all favorite guests? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm playing with ideas, but I have no idea what we gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to no, do like I'm episode one hundred, volume one, episode one hundred, volume two. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I got hey, I don't mm-hmm. know. This is gonna be crazy, but I'm thankful for every person that streamed every single episode, every single step of the way. Um I know one thing, we probably need to do that joint in person, but that's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. um, I appreciate every single like, comment, share, stream, post, laugh, cry, tear mm-hmm. that anybody's probably ever had. We inspired you all. You know, we definitely love that. Love to hear about that. Um, hit us up at mentalmatterspodcast.gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys, the listeners, the family, the community. Mental Matters community is where we reside. We don't just preside. We reside in the mental matters community with you all the people. So, um, I don't know, man. Is there anything else we need to discuss, man? Like sports, you know, you know sports news to talk about. It's a wrap on that. Go Tigers! Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dog. I don't got nothing um, else up. You know, have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Listen, have a safe first barbecue day of the year. Happy Memorial Day to all those who 
I've locked on in the service. We stand with you. We salute you for the, the memories that we share with you all. Mm-hmm. Um, as we get to my favorite summer holidays coming up in June, you know what time it is, baby. It's Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be kicking it in Mount Clemens for one of the Juneteenth events. You can see your favorite podcast in person, your favorite people's in person. We may have some goodies, if you will. So come check us out if you're in the Mount Clemens, Michigan area. And, uh, you know, with that being said, we love you guys. Stay up, protect yourself. And remember, life is always one of the shortest times that we have. So go to therapy. I don't need to tell you. I think Jarrell should tell you how to buy the shoes. <laughs> Richard bought more than me this time. Let the record We're going to do a count episode of honey i want to okay. see how this goes because i don't okay. i still don't think i got more shoes you got more than me not at all <laughs> got it i want to i want to place a bet anyway mm-hmm. we love you guys again please take care of yourselves be safe this summer frolic if you can don't be with the nonsense and uh give love to everybody you can man with that we gone we gone. We gone. Don't that So no way. Thank you. Brand to the top. Let's go. Anyway, bye. Bye.